You're listening to the ACE Love Warrior Podcast. ACE stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. I'm your host, Lena, and fellow ACE survivor. We are the ACE Love Warriors of our own being. Love has given us the strength to survive and now strive for a better life for our inner child within us all. Join me on this journey of self-love, healing, and reacquaintance with the purest form of ourselves we were born to be. It's Lena here, back for my second podcast with you all. Thanks so much for joining me and keeping your patience with my format of my podcast. And when I say that, I'm just saying that because I'm new to doing podcasts and I haven't had any professional training. I'm just doing this by the seat of my pants and trying to be as authentic and real as I can be um, and not be scripted. I'm just not a scripted person very well. <laughs> as many that know me personally will know, I just I just speak and I don't just speak without thought behind it. Surely I have a lot of thought behind what I say. I just am not the person that goes on a word format and puts out bullets and, you know, just decides that, you know, I'm going to be very organized about this. I just really want to be authentic and raw and just kind of as if we're all just sitting down having a conversation amongst ourselves and keeping it really real and just, just real, you know? So thanks so much for that. And thanks uh, for following me and sharing this podcast with others that you think might really get some benefit from healing themselves and learning about our lives as abuse survivors, as adverse childhood experiences go. So I am going to venture into where do we begin when you find out your childhood or past experiences of abuse, neglect, whether that's emotional, physical, or even if you had a really beautiful family life, but your body broke down on you. Maybe you've had just a history of health traumas. Anything that's traumatic to the body, both emotionally and physically, can leave us all with scars that last a lifetime. And it leaves us all, uh, uh, typically, uh, many of us struggle with the feelings of not being good enough. We struggle with a lot of fear. We struggle with a lot of anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorders, and depression, and the list goes on. And so there, and then the other thing here is even if we recognize that we have these things and we're thinking, okay, well, what do we do to help ourselves, right? And many of us don't have access or financial capacity or maybe even time in a day because you're working a job so busily, raising children, raising our inner child ourselves, whatever it is that keeps us all busy in the rat race of society. I discovered something recently while I was reading uh, one of Brene Brown's books, which you'll probably hear me talk about her a lot. I just think great, great things about her and how she approaches life and how she gives tools to us all on how to be better people for ourselves, 
which then resonates out into the rest of our world and everybody we come across. An author that she mentioned, James Pennebaker, P-E-N-N-E-B-A-K-E-R, who is a fellow doctorate who writes about how expressive writing actually improves our health and eases emotional pain. And one of the books is called Opening Up by Writing It Down. And I'm just going to share a little snippet on it um, from the back of the book that says, Expressing painful emotions is hard, yet it can actually improve our mental and physical health. This lucid, compassionate book has introduced tens of thousands of readers to expressive writing, a simple yet powerful self-help technique grounded in scientific research. And anybody who knows me knows I'm very open-minded, but I also really love my data. And when there's scientific research that shows that writing it down in a specific way, uh, which he outlines in this book, and it's easy because I've tried it myself, um, that writing things down can actually release things out of the mind, out of the body, out of the emotional cages in ourselves. That to me is amazing because when there's actual tangible outlines in science that shows differences that it's making in our body and our health mentally and physically, I get just so excited about that. I have a healthcare background and so I really believe in the anatomy and physiology of our bodies and our minds and how much healing we can actually do for ourselves without big pharma involved because over the course of decades now in my 46 years on this planet, I've realized that big pharma has failed me and most of Western medicine has. I'm not going to say all, but a lot of it has in terms of my health conditions. So I'm looking for ways that I can help myself, and I believe in this a lot. So anyway, so I'll continue on. It says that the leading experts, James W. Pennebaker and Joshua M. Smith, Smith spelled M uh, S-M-Y-T-H, Describe how taking just a few minutes to write about deeply felt personal experiences or problems may help you with the following. Healing old emotional wounds, feeling a greater sense of well-being, decreases stress, improves relationships, and actually is shown to boost your immune system. Vivid stories and examples yield compelling insights into secrets, self-disclosure, and the hidden price of silence. This third edition incorporates findings from hundreds of recent studies and includes practical exercises to help you try expressive writing for yourself. It features extensive new information on specific health benefits, as well as the approach that may not be helpful. So there's my book review for the day. Just one thing that you could get started on is writing stuff down. Just write down whatever's going on. Even if there's no format, even if you don't buy the book, writing down your feelings, your experiences, talk to yourself. Go into that innermost part of yourself and you might ask yourself, how do I talk to myself? Because I know it's a really foreign concept for most of us. I know that when you're brought up in abuse and neglect and you've gone through trauma and living hell, that most of us tend to want to quote unquote check out of our person because the pain, the trauma, whether it's emotional or physical, is just entirely too painful to stay in our spirit, in our soul and feel it because it's just too hard. So what happens 
is we get this unfamiliarity with our own person. We don't check in on our emotions. Our bodies oftentimes are screaming at us with different symptoms of illness or symptoms of this gut feeling or tummy upset or headaches or whatever it manifests into physically because we're so checked out mentally. And so the biggest challenge is for people who've come out of abuse is to check back into the body, check back into the pain. A lot of us, it's just a very, very foreign concept. So just know that it's going to seem weird. It's going to seem uncomfortable. But the biggest thing I ask of you is not to judge yourselves. It's going to be up and down. It's going to be odd or uncomfortable or just some kind of discordal type feeling. And honestly, just go with the flow. Give yourself permission to just be whatever the hell you want to be. It doesn't matter how it looks, how it's formatted, just like I'm doing this podcast. I don't have a format. I don't have a script. And I don't give two shits if anybody wants to judge me about it. This is who I am over here. And if you don't care for it, you don't have to listen. You don't have to partake. And I want you to know that that's exactly how you all should be loving yourselves. And I know there's so much going on. You see it all the time on social media and everywhere else about loving ourselves first, putting the oxygen mask on. And at first I used to think, oh, come on, that just seems selfish and self-centered. But it is real because what I'm learning as I'm finding patience for myself, as I'm setting down judgment about myself, that I am picking up the love candle again in my heart and loving myself first. I've always been outwardly loving to people and given my love freely, way too freely actually, that I'm learning that that love needs to be targeted at me first. And the way I was brought up was with a lot of people who were very narcissistic in their personality disorders and manipulative ways by a mom and a dad and a sibling even. Um, I was brought up with people who had borderline personality disorders, drug and alcohol addiction. And might I add, most people exteriorly probably would have never known all of the things that happened to me behind closed doors. Really, really scary, freaky, crazy, psychotic, bizarre shit happened. And I may cover some here and there if it is relevant to what I'm talking about. But I'm not going to make that the big focus of my podcast is what my life was and all the details. Because at some point, it's time to set that down and reacquaint myself with me. The more attention I give to my past, the more attention it goes to the negative or my energy is given to those people who don't deserve an ounce of it anymore. So I have to now go in and love me in the ways that I was never loved by the family I was assigned to at birth. I really should have been loved and cared about and protected mentally and physically in so many ways that I was not given by my, my family. And that includes for decades after I even moved out of the house into my adult years, the emotional 
abuse, the mental manipulations and the whole nine yards has just been toxic and horrific at best. So um, you may not know this, I guess I'll put this out there, is that I have chosen to go no contact with my biological dad, my biological mother, and my only sibling, my sister. And these were not decisions I made easily. I've been back and forth. I've went years without speaking to some of these people off and on, struggling inside that these are my parents. This is my family. This is my sister. This is the people I so badly want to love me. And they just can't love me back because of their own demons in their own trauma history where they haven't addressed loving themselves enough. And because they don't even know how to fill their own cup with love, they honestly have no clue how to fill anybody else's cup. So I say this with great sadness, with a lot of grief I'm going through right now, and with a lot of love and compassion for them. I pray for them often. I ask for my ancestral guardian angels that I believe exist for me. And this is just my personal belief. I'm not expecting you to believe my beliefs in anything spiritual. It's everybody's spiritual journey I know is very specific to themselves. Um, and I respect all religions, all journeys in, in your lives in this way. It's whatever resonates with you and works for you and getting you spiritually connected back with your human being, your spirit and what you were born with, that spirit that was pure gold, pure love, pure joy that you were born with. So that being said, I really have this sadness of having to let go of my family that I so badly wanted to love me the way I wanted to love them and tried to love them through the years. So there's a grieving process, but at the same time, I'm also putting out a lot of positive love energy in hopes that they'll find themselves, they'll lead their way back to themselves someday. And I keep hopeful for that. I know that I can't have them back in my life arena. It will not work for me. I think I have an open space for that if I saw that they've really made massive changes in their life that were consistent for probably years before I could really come back in and walk in and think I was safe in their, their spaces. Other than that, I just have to stay away. But anywho, so there's my little bit of family history. Um, so getting back to writing, I know that even when I was younger, I used to journal and I wrote a lot. And I had an experience where I quit writing because my ex-husband looked at my journal, which was just incredibly invasive and just such a boundary break that it it was literally traumatizing for me emotionally because after he read my journal he laughed at me and made jokes about it and really just completely trampled all over my emotions now he is a narcissist a very classic one and this is very common for people like this to find out where your emotional weaknesses are and then completely use them for their own manipulative ploys so I have had a writer's block literally for over 20 years. When, when I was younger, I used to love to write and I would get into fictional stories. I would get into writing my own emotions down. And that was a safe place that I just kind of found on my own. So for me to open up this book 
from James Pennebaker and Joshua Smith, opening up by writing it down. It's one step in the right direction of getting back to journaling for myself. And how I found that was by a podcast, I found The Science of Happiness. And it's put on by a group of researchers who have tested how to be happier in life and what that looks like and keys to well-being. And it's uh, put on by the Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley in California. And if you want to look at their actual website, too, it's a really, really great tool for just getting us back to who we are and what the core of us, our being, is all about. Because no matter what craziness happened to us physically or mentally, and like I said, I've been through crazy. I've been a victim of child abuse, of rape, of sexual molestation, of narcissistic abuse, a bunch of stuff, you guys. And I have to tell you that nothing can keep you. Nobody and no act of horridness can keep us from going back to our personal happiness. There is a way back. It's a long road. It's a hard road. It's an up and down road. But I'm here to tell you I'm living this journey right now. And I'm, I'm in the earlier stages of it. But I thought I didn't want to wait to share with other people. I've always wanted to help others. But I thought, why not have you come with me on this journey in a time when it's not easy and this is real deal information? So just know it's not a pretty journey, but it's here to be, be had by us all. So their website anyway, getting back to that, I know I'm on my soapbox of finding your personal happiness. Ah. Anyway, so it's greatergood.berkeley.com. Dot edu and I'll spell it all G R E A T E R G O O D dot Berkeley, which is B E R K E L E Y dot edu. I really encourage you to just maybe get started on this, just kind of venturing out on this website, listening to some of their Science of Happiness podcasts. They even have a key to well being, they have a monthly happiness calendar that you can print out and just gives things to look at on their website or things to do. And also just start journaling. Whether you read the opening up by writing a down book or you can actually, there's writing techniques on the website, which is actually how I found out about one of these books. They did one writing technique, which I did do, I think it was for either three or four days. For 15 or 20 minutes, you'll have to look on the website. You write about something that was really effective in your life. And when I say effective, it affect your emotions. Your, it was traumatic. It was heartfelt, hard to handle. Some really hard experience that you went through. And you take 15 to 20 minutes for three or four consecutive days. I'm, I'm not sure. And you write with just total quiet around you, just put yourself away somewhere and write with quiet. And you just write all of your emotions, just let them flow, talk about the situation, talk about what happened, how you felt, talk in detail about people involved, emotions, just get into as much detail as you can. And you do that for these consecutive days. And they did research on this that showed that it can actually help release trauma and emotional 
wounds that were produced during this event. And that's just one of many different tools out there that we can do that don't cost a darn thing. Now, do I suggest talk therapy? Yes. I think it's great. I've been in and out of talk therapy since just prior to my divorce 12 years ago. And I think it's one of the best things I ever did for myself. But it's also something that not everybody has either medical insurance access to, community access to, or financial access, or even access of time in your personal schedule to. So this is why I thought, okay, let me make a podcast or something people can access for free. But I do say that I do appreciate the things that I've learned off and on through the years through therapists I've I've met with and, and been with for years. So if you have the the capacity to go to therapy and or you want to go, some people don't want to do talk therapy, and that's okay too. There's nothing wrong with just learning how to help yourself. You can do that. I encourage it either way. So just know that that's my input for the day is that, you know, where do we start in unraveling this hot mess of our background and all of what makes us where we're at today, whether we live in fear or anxiety or depression from the residual of our traumas, we can overcome these things without drugs, without a crutch of some kind, whether that's alcohol, sex, relationship crutches, whatever it is, shopping addictions, food addictions, those I can speak to very vividly. We can do this healing all by ourselves. This inner child in us is just crying out to have us take them out to the park somewhere emotionally in our vivid imagination. And just imagine your inner child going out to some beautiful nature sanctuary, which I also encourage everybody, please get out in nature. Nature has a lot of good energy to offer every one of us. Take that inner child of yours and just close your eyes and think about walking out into nature, into some beautiful sanctuary or beach somewhere, whatever beautiful nature spot you can think of and dream of. And sit down next to this child as your adult self and just sit next to the child that you remember and how that child felt in its sadness, in its upset, in its hurt, in its tears, in its introvert personality. And just put your arm around that little child and ask them, what do you want to talk about today, babe? What is it that brings you sadness? It brings tears to my eyes to even think about it for myself or for you guys. But just know that the sadness in your little child, you can now talk to. You can go in as the adult that's been through so much and survived so much. You can sit next to your little kid, that little kid self, and have a conversation. Ask them what they want to talk about. Write it down. You don't even have to write it down. Just have the conversation. Go in and say, hey, I'm thinking of you. I'm here. You can trust me because we are to be trusted. We got you through all of this so far. Reach your hand out to your little inner person and give them a lift up. You guys, you can do this and we can all do this. Send them love. And that's why I called this podcast Ace Love Warrior, because every one of us who survives so many things and continues to strive to survive and then also try and thrive in this new adult world 
that we have the capacity and always have to love ourselves the most. We have the capacity to trust ourselves. Just our exterior world taught us that, no, you can't trust anything. You can't trust yourself. You can't trust others. But that was a lie. We can trust ourselves. We can love ourselves. And that's where we have to put the oxygen mask of love back on ourselves. Breathe in all that love energy that we have and that we've kept deep in our heart that we were born with and breathe it all back into your baby, all back into your little child in there and just help that little person grow back up and meet the adult self where we are today. We've got to go back in and reparent our little child. We're our own best parent now. And that's scary. It's scary as hell, you guys. Because first off, what do new parents do? They look to their parents as an, you know, an uplook of how to do it. But if we had parents who were like the worst parents on the planet, majority of the time, and I will say this, that my parents did have some redeeming qualities. And my stepdad had a lot of really amazing qualities. So I did get things from my family, but it was sifted through a lot of shit and a lot of trauma and a lot of stuff they brought to the table that was unhealthy. Things I'm trying to break free of now and break the train, chain or train, I guess, break, break the trauma train or chain of breaking that cycle and redoing it so that my children and my life can be better going forward. So note to self, yes, we didn't get the parenting examples much of the time, but we have the capacity to go out and find new tools and new examples of people that we can emulate, including trusting our own instincts. Trust your gut, go with love, put away judgment, put away criticism most off for yourself and also for every one of us around us, including those who hurt us. Work on a place of forgiveness by understanding how they got to where they did to cause us the trauma they did and then send them away in love and light. And I know that sounds all spiritual and everything, but it's true, you guys. Wish them love and wish them healing because just like us, they had traumas that put them where they're at today. And I have love and understanding and forgiveness for every single person who hurt me. I didn't always have that. I had anger and happy, um, unhappiness and resent, resentfulness and stuff. And I learned that that only stays in our heart and eats away at us. So the best thing we can do is love those two and just send them away. If that's what you need to do, some people are still in your life. And even so, you might have to send them away and keeping them in a distance with your boundaries. But I think you get what I'm trying to say. So I know I've been awfully long winded today, and I hope this isn't too overwhelming for some. But I just felt the energy to come on and tell you all to just keep trying. Start slow. Pick one thing that you can do this week that's bettering yourself, that's bettering your personal care whether it's making changes in your diet, which we'll get into too about how much diet can help with what you're doing emotionally. We're learning that the gut is very much a brain and a supportive biome of biology of good and bad bacteria 
and things going on in the gut that actually helps you with serotonin in the brain and everything else. So it's really important that we self-care with good sleep, with good self-care in the food department and so many other things. And I know good sleep is challenging for people like us who deal with anxiety and stuff. So I know this isn't all just like, oh, get your rest and everything's fine. No, I know it's a total challenge for every one of us in many different ways. So just know we'll get started on these other topics as I go along. I'm just over here trying to help myself with a lot of stuff in life too. So I'm really trying to make sure I reach back out and just don't leave you guys all hanging with, okay, what now? What do I do? <laughs> so I hope this helps a little bit. And I just want to send so much love out to all of you and just know you're not alone in any of this. You're welcome to also direct message me, leave messages on basically my Instagram is my majority of where I check in on social media right now. I don't have a Facebook. I call it vague book. I think Facebook is total trash. I'm just putting that out there. I know social media is not perfect and there's a lot going on in the world with it, but Facebook was just too traumatizing for me emotionally. So I had to stay away from it and I'm really not on there. I may open up to that in the future, but for now I'm on Instagram and most of the podcast venues out there. There's many different platforms, but I'm on iTunes and Anchor and Stitcher, I think it is, and a bunch of others um, that I'm not even quite familiar with that, that I'm on already. So like I said, I'm really new to this. So thank you for your patience. But just know if there's ever any feedback you want to give, just message me on Instagram. You'll find me on Ace Love Warrior. It's the at symbol and then Ace, A-C-E, Love, L-O-V-E, Warrior, W-A-R-R-I-O-R. All right. Also, oh, oh, and I almost forgot. I'm also working on my own website, acelovewarrior.com. But if you go out there right now, you're not going to see anything but a work in progress. There's nothing there. So just know that I'm also self-taught in the web uh, creation format, which has been a very slow turning wheel for me. Anybody who wants to give me any advice or tools on how to build my website, because what I'd like to do is, you know, put books up there, resources, links. So I'm building that myself, but it's very slow because I'm new. So thanks again for just being patient while I'm building this platform for everybody. And just know I love you all so much. And just go out there and love yourselves. That's my my challenge for you this this week, this day, this moment. Love yourself. You freaking deserve it. You've been through so much and it's time to give you what you need. I'll talk to you all soon and take good care.